Welcome back to Focus on the Light and what used to be a weekly Come Follow Me podcast. As you can see from previous episodes, uh, it's not weekly. And this episode doesn't have anything to do with Come Follow Me. It's been a long time since I've recorded an episode, a really, really long time. Things have changed in my life drastically. I believe the last episode I released, I was still teaching seminary. I'm no longer a seminary teacher. Uh, the, the process of becoming a seminary teacher is very competitive. And I was only a student teacher, and I did not move on to the next phase, which is being hired. So I've got a different job. It's great. Love it. My wife is pregnant. She's due in March, and I'm busier than ever. Life is is really good. But I miss speaking about the Savior and sharing my testimony in a way that's meaningful. Um, I want Come Follow Me. I want Focus on the Light to be a podcast where I help myself and others learn to focus our lives on the light of Jesus Christ. If you have ideas or specific kind of type of content or specific type of messages that would be helpful to you that you'd like to receive, or if you have questions that maybe I can spend some time answering, send me an email. I would love for this podcast to be something that is beneficial to whoever is listening to it as I strive to learn to better focus my life on the light of Jesus Christ. But that being said, let's get into this episode here. You saw the title, and it's a message from Paul. Uh, in 2 Corinthians. This is something that has been on my mind for months now. Um, it was on my mind before we were even in, we were still in 1 Corinthians, and I thought about the scripture, and it really meant a lot to me, and I thought, you know what, when we get to that week and come follow me, I'm going to do an episode about it, and obviously that didn't happen, and the prompting has not left me. Um, the message feels important, the message feels needed, and it comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 12 specifically verses 7 through 9 that I'll read really quick. This is Paul speaking. Um, He says, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Before I continue with the other verses, that's something we've all experienced, the frustration of having weaknesses, the challenge of having to overcome our imperfections and strive to be better. So Paul expresses that this weakness is a necessary part of his mortality for the assistance of remaining humble, an important thing. However, it's still a thorn in the flesh and it's frustrating. So he continues in verse 8, For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, or three times, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. What a powerful, powerful scripture. Wonderful, wonderful verses, particularly when the Lord says, my strength is made perfect in weakness. That's Jesus Christ speaking. A wonderful message about Jesus Christ being able to make our weaknesses strong. And I need that, and I'm grateful for it. But the message from Paul that has been on my mind that feels important to share uh, comes from the often forgotten, skipped over, five words. The words starting in verse 9. And he said unto me. We just forget about those words and we get to the message about the Savior's grace being sufficient and weaknesses being made strong, which is wonderful. But we forget how Paul received this message. The Lord spoke to him specifically about an issue that he went and inquired to the Lord about multiple times. Personal revelation is one of the greatest gifts of the restoration of the gospel. God is our Father, 
and he wants to speak to us, and he does speak to us. It's an important, important gift that we need to use. And what really kind of drove home action to sit down and write this episode was a few weeks ago in State Conference, uh, this idea of revelation, this gift of revelation was emphasized. Um, there was a wonderful speaker who shared a story, um, Emily Bess from our ward. She is a remarkable individual. We're lucky enough that she's my wife's ministering sister, and she just is a remarkable human being, loves the Lord, and is a wonderful disciple of him. Anyway, she was giving this talk, and she was speaking about the blessings of studying the scriptures with her family. She has a few little kids, and the blessing it is to her family and their wives. And she told the story about one of her children that her husband and her have been having a hard time with being disobedient and not listening. But as they were studying the scriptures and read the verse, uh, I forget where it was, but the verse that talks about being of good cheer, that verse felt like an answer. So they decided to apply the scriptures by being more praiseworthy of the good of the child, being of good cheer towards the child and being praiseworthy instead of correcting uh, and, I guess, unpraiseworthy. And she talked about how it worked and it was beneficial to the child, which was a wonderful story and a really, really powerful one. A wonderful message. But if every parent walks away from state conference thinking that what they need to do is to be of good cheer with their children, then they've missed the message. And that can be the message. I'm not saying that it can't be part of it. And Sister Bess, who was speaking, made it very clear what the lesson truly is. That the scriptures, as being part of her family study, helped her and her husband be a better parent. That's the message. That's the takeaway. Not being of good cheer. That was the personal revelation. That is her saying, and he said unto me, be of good cheer. The message is, and he said unto me, and he said unto her through the scriptures. That's the message. That's the takeaway, is that the Lord can help us as parents as we make scripture study a part of our lives, and he does that by revelation. She bore a wonderful testimony of revelation through the scriptures. And that I was worried when she began to share her story. I thought, oh no, is someone going to walk away from state conference only thinking that they need to be a good cheer? And she continued to speak and testified about revelation, testified about the gifts of scripture study. And I was so grateful for people who use and benefit from the gift of revelation, even though it has no involvement in my life. I'm, it just inspires me to hear those stories. And she, it was a wonderful talk she gave. Uh, she truly could write in her own journal. He said unto me, personal revelation is, is not just a blessing. It's not just a gift. It's a need. In the words of President Nelson's talk from April of 2020, titled Hear Him, President Nelson said, it has never been more imperative to know how the Spirit speaks to you than right now. I renew my plea for you to do whatever it takes to increase your spiritual capacity to receive personal revelation. When the prophet pleads with us, we should listen. But why? Why should we do that? Because, President Nelson continues, doing so will help you know how to move ahead with your life, what to do during times of crisis, and how to discern and avoid the temptations and the deceptions of the adversary. Our Father knows that when we are surrounded by uncertainty and fear, what will help us the very most is to hear his son. Let the words, and he said unto me, be part of your life. President Nelson's promises is, is so powerful. He says, what will happen as you more intentionally hear, 
hearken and heed what the Savior has said unto you and what he is saying now through his prophets. I promise that you will be blessed with additional power to deal with temptations, struggles, and weaknesses. I promise miracles in your marriage, family relationships, and daily work. I promise that your capacity to feel joy will increase even if turbulence increases in your life. Okay, just talking about Revelation for a moment. Before I continue with what I had initially had written down from weeks ago, this idea of this message has been in my mind, like I said, for months. And it was on my mind for a few weeks. And then I had state conference and I thought, you know, I really need to make this episode. So I sat down, I opened up my notes and I wrote this down. And then I never recorded it. And so I finally had some time today. It felt important. I'm trying so hard to do so many things. I'll get into that in a second. And so anyway, I opened it up and I just, I didn't even read through it once. I just knew that it was good that I had prepared before and I started to read. I remembered the gist of the idea, but I did not remember this powerful promise of President Nelson. And in a strange, indirect way, here's a moment where the Lord has said unto me, my life has been full of challenges, turbulence in the words of President Nelson for the last few months. Over a year ago, I found out that I have ADHD. I was diagnosed, which makes sense, brings a lot of understanding to my life and challenges that I've had. And it, and it was fine, right? It was just an, an understanding. It wasn't that things suddenly got worse. It just, oh, I now understand myself. But in the last month, the symptoms of my ADHD have been ramping up to the point where they really feel like they're controlling and ruining my life. Um, they're ruining my marriage, my family relationships, and my daily work. I feel uncertain and afraid. And it has been a huge challenge. Without oversharing, which I tend to do, I can't explain how challenging it is. But it's been really hard and been one of the reasons why I'm not, why I haven't released an episode. Anyway, today I took the day off from work, hoping that I could spend some time dealing with the symptoms of my ADHD, getting some plan to overcome them. And then I fell for the same trap and had the same symptoms all day and wasted a big majority of the day, which just makes me feel so ashamed. It's really challenging. Anyway, so I'm trying to start the ball rolling of getting things done today, of fixing what I feel a need to fix. And so I thought I would start here. And the Lord is telling me, which I already knew, but telling me in remarkable ways that I need to do better to intentionally hear, hearken, and heed what the Savior said. I need to go seek his voice and hear him because I need those promises. I'm surrounded by uncertainty and fear, like overwhelming, disabling, crippling amounts of fear and uncertainty. I need to hear the voice of Jesus Christ. And I know that I can because of the gift of revelation. You didn't need to hear that personal story, but I just wanted to share that, that even in strange moments like this, the Lord is so anxious to speak to us. He's so anxious to help us that he can even help us as we read through some notes for a podcast that we prepared weeks ago and never recorded. Wonderful promise from President Nelson. So, what if I don't know how to receive revelation? After hearing this and feeling a need to, what if that's your question? Because this podcast is still targeted to youth and young adults. What if you don't know how? One, don't worry. Heavenly Father knows how to speak to you. Two, 
let me share a scripture with you that has given me a lot of confidence in receiving revelation. In Doctrine and Covenants section 1, verse 24, the Lord says, Behold, I am God and have spoken it. These commandments are of me, meaning the words of the Doctrine and Covenants, and were given unto my servants in their weakness after the manner of their language that they might come to understanding. The remarkable revelations of the Doctrine and Covenants were given in weakness. You don't know how to receive revelation? It's a weakness of yours? That's okay. That's how the Lord speaks to us. Again, kind of redoubling the words that the Lord spake unto Paul, that in his strength is made perfect in weakness. The strength of God's voice, the strength of revelation is made perfect in your weakness. He will speak to you in your weakness, and he will speak to you in your own language so that you can understand. For me, that meant hearing, feeling the Spirit, getting emotional, and having some words that are very specific that I need. Encouragement. Right now, it's encouragement. The Lord speaks to me right now in my weakness so that I can understand. And I have understand. Paul is proof that the Lord speaks to us in our weakness. He spoke to Paul in his weakness. He spoke to Emily Bess in her weakness. He literally, as I was recording this episode and you were a witness of, he spoke to me in my weakness and he will speak to you. I bear testimony of that. He is anxious to speak to you and you need it. In the words of President Nelson, I will close with, I renew my plea for you to do whatever it takes to increase your spiritual capacity to receive personal revelation. We need the Lord's voice and we can receive it. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. It always feels kind of silly saying amen, but I want to testify in his name because he is our strength. So share this with somebody who could benefit from it. If they could benefit from this message from Paul, share it with him. Sharing podcasts is kind of weird, so I've provided an easy shareable link down in the description. You can copy and paste that and send it, and they can find it wherever they get podcasts. Additionally, if you would like to have more episodes that are not focused on Come Follow Me, but can help you focus your life on the Savior, send me an email. Or if you got a spiritual question, one of my favorite things that I don't get to do anymore as I'm no longer a seminary teacher was helping people through the process of finding answers. If you've got a question that you'd like to get answers to, let's find them together. Send me an email. My email is listed below. My email is focusonlight13 at gmail.com. It's also available below. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll talk to you later on Focus on the Light.